0: Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> energized podcast, it is back. It's the mixed martial arts
1: show.
0: So if you are new to the Energized Podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning Energized Podcast listener, welcome back. Excellent stuff. So guys, straight off the bat, if you love the Energized Podcast. Mixed martial arts podcast. Shout us out on the gram. Give us the heart on SoundCloud. Give us <laughs> whatever it is on iTunes. Give us all your money. And tell a friend. And tell a friend. Give us all your money and tell a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, Basmo, <laughs> what's going on on today's show? By about way, I really. That, uh, that's too creepy when you say that. What? That shouting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, on today's show, we're going to be discussing Conor McGregor hanging out with Ross's best mate, Putin, or as I call him, Big Vlad, Big, uh, Big P. Uh, then we're also going to be discussing um, Eskimo Friends Gate. So what happened basically was Dana White, Brendan Shab, set the internet alight. So we're going to be definitely talking about that. Um, also today, um, Andy Joshua has signed a contract to fight. Uh, Povetkin, the world-renowned Povetkin. And then uh, we're also going to be discussing all the MMA action from the weekend just gone by. And this weekend, UFC Hamburg is on a Sunday, so we're going to be looking at that card as well. So uh, sit back, sit back, relax. Start strapping those hands. Yeah, and start building up that money again after I, you gave it all to us. And don't forget to put your cup in. So,
0: Conor McGregor, after a weekend along the tune. And his birthday on his birthday, decided he was going to accept Vladimir Putin's offer to go to the World Cup final.
1: Yeah. Before we get into that, actually, he, Conor McGregor was hanging out with the Migos and then uh, Quavo from the Migos put up a video with Conor McGregor like trying to slap him and all, like sort of bullying him. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
0: he's just a man, isn't he? Yeah. He just is like, he just does what he wants when he wants and like, everyone, everyone takes the knee to him, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, It's actually crazy how much of a superstar he is, like, the security he gets everywhere, but it's quite funny that, like, he has security, but, like, he'd slap the head off anyone anyway himself, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: uh, Uh, No man walks around as confident as he does.
0: No, he walks, as you say, he floats around. And slightly
1: peacocks as well, especially with the shirt, uh, the suit and stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's always looking fresh. Do you think the has got in touch with him, or do you think he got in touch with them, or...? I'm not too sure because like I did not really
0: know too much about them, so therefore like I don't know like how big they are. I don't know how much he's aware of them, but like he seems to be like if they're hot, he seems to be aware of what's hot and what's not. He does, yeah. So like he probably did know who they were, and yeah. he was probably like I'll go see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that was fr- Friday night, so Saturday. I'm almost like- surprised he didn't go and see like Post Malone and get a picture of him as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Although Post Malone seemed to play very early at Long By the way, it's not Long Shoot podcast, but I was like he was playing like during the daylight. How you would been like? A closer.
1: They longitude this year, I know we went last year and like I know Bruno Mars was there, but this year they really stacked the play the the list. They did, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. it was actually sort of weird the way like so many young kids were there and every every each and every one of them was going on as if they were an Instagram model. You know what else is quite funny?
0: They could have put Con McGregor on main stage for five minutes <laughs> just to talk to the crowd and more people would have showed yeah. up than ever.
1: Yeah, did you see the photograph he got? Like everyone turned around from yeah. the stage and just looked at him. Yeah. Crazy, wasn't it? So he's just he's living the dream yeah all oh, big time yeah but uh, Saturday if you missed it, we posted a picture the most used picture of myself and Conor McGregor Ross took the photo by the way but um, Conor McGregor was 30 um, what happy do you, birthday to you what do you think a man with 100 million in his bank account at the age of 30 does to celebrate well of course he goes to the
0: World Cup final and watches it with my mate big Bad boots <laughs> But in fairness, <laughs> one thing I will say, Conor McGregor was always a Manchester United growing, fan growing up. Yeah. That's probably one of the reasons why we like him even more than we already do. And he wished Paul Pogba well going into the World Cup final. Did he, yeah? Yeah, Did you not see that, no? No. He, No, he put it up on his story. Pogba re on his story. Oh, yeah? Conor McGregor wished him well, yeah. Cool. Man, it was crazy. I was like, I was like, yeah, Conor was like, it my best Conor McGregor. Yeah, I'd like to wish my friend uh, Paul Pogba best of luck in the World Cup final, mate. And I was like, fucking unreal." That sound like that sound like Artem. Fuck. <laughs> it's because I'm used to the Russian. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah,
1: when I saw that, I was like, I don't know who I love more right now, Pogba or McGregor. Both. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll we'll discuss the Putin uh, McGregor thing anyway. But uh, I don't know. Before the fight, I think it, was, it could have been the day before. Oh, sorry, uh, before the the match, he was. Uh, Wherever he was staying, they brought a lion, to, like a like a tiger lion, and then he was there like petting the tiger, feeding him meat and stuff, and it was I was just like this fella's like he was getting so close, and I was sort of like he makes his money off his hands, like imagine his yeah, hands imagine, out there, yeah imagine the tiger was like <laughs> It like, it's like he's gonna he would have to fight that guy with the one arm in the the, the contender series if you had if he had a oh last Nick arm. Newell yeah Nick yeah. Newell versus McGregor the battle of the one armers yeah as long as he has
0: right arm it's grand all he needs is
1: the left. Yeah. That left is the knockout blow. That left is, that's the death punch. But, uh, yeah, so we did that. That's probably what he did basically for his 30th he was celebrating. But, yeah, uh, World Cup, the seat he had was incredible. Apparently that seat was worth 105 grand. That seat looked like pure royalty.
0: Yeah, and it was like the front row and like it had like a place for him to put his glass of whiskey down and he was just sitting there and, it was incredible, and the funny thing was is that Khabib was also at the World Cup final, yeah. But he looked like he was probably sitting in a regular seat
1: because he was wearing a Russia jersey. Yeah. Do you know what I say in that stadium? Everyone knew where Putin was sitting, right? Especially if you are a Russian, you'd be yeah. like, "There he is." Well, he clearly sits in like the present box. Yeah. But like, Khabib would have been like up in the nosebleeders and then looking down at McGregor, just sipping on whiskey and hanging out with Putin, laughing away, you know? Yeah, be like, "This is my country now." Yeah. McGregor's gonna be like, "I rule Russia." Yeah, I am sure people people are like, "Oh shit." Yeah, like you don't want to go against McGregor now if you're Russian. But uh, it was funny when they went to greet each other, Putin and uh, McGregor, whoever was recording it. McGregor for a photo opportunity, McGregor put his arm around him, and then Putin's security was like, "No, no, 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 take your hands down," and you have to take them down. It was, it was gas. Yeah, but you already got the photo with him with the arm around him anyway, so it's
0: grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just I, sort of funny. I think it's gonna be funny to find out when McGregor eventually because he always reveals how he's how he got the invite from Putin. Like who from Putin's team was like. Was it Putin's in there with like a been like who would I like to be at the World Cup final with me? And he was like
1: That Irish fella, what's his name? The Champ Champ. The Champ Champ, get him over here. First name Champ, second name Champ. Uh yeah, but uh Conor McGregor meeting Putin, uh this is the last thing I would have expected. Uh what did you make of it when you saw it? I was like I I didn't know he I didn't know he originally went there because he put a picture up just sitting down and then like after I was like hanging out with Putin I was like, What when he had that video of him made being like building my what was it, my Moscow
0: a state or whatever yeah. it was I was like this is nuts so I, thought, I thought he was going to announce he was fighting Khabib or something and then yeah, next so thing you know are, yeah. he's at the World Cup and like the way he was walking around whatever, everyone it was like he had an army wasn't it yeah. and I was like he's getting ready for battle this fella you know what I mean he is yeah and like he's after like invading Khabib's space I feel like he's after going for Russia getting a picture of Putin and making like Khabib smaller if that makes oh, sense 6 billion percent yes I feel like he's after going there and just like taking over Russia and now everyone's like the Russians are now because you got a picture with Putin. Like the Russians are now on Connor's side.
1: They have to be, yeah. I was like, oh, luck, kebab. you're oh, not yeah. like, the main man. luck kebab. he was there wearing the Russian jersey for the final as well, which is sort of stupid. It'd be like going to any sort of match and wearing a different jersey. It's like, oh no, same thing, same sport. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't. That doesn't. <laughs> it's work.
0: like going going to Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Giants. And being like Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, no. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that's exactly what it is, yeah. No, mate. Yeah.
1: He would have been off just, like, wearing a suit as well. Yeah. He must have overthought it and thought he was yeah, representing he was, he was, the country. Yeah, he probably was like, yes, for Russia. Do you think he knew that Connor was going to be there and let alone hanging hanging out with the the poot-poot?
0: No, I I feel like he didn't know. I feel like if he did know, he would have, like, got someone to try and contact Putin and be like, don't bring him, bring me instead. You yeah. know what I mean? I doubt he has a, connect, a direct line to Putin, though. Yeah, but I'm sure
1: whoever his highest Russian friend is knows someone who knows Putin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't believe McGregor, the two days before that he was hanging out with the goes, the next, uh, two days later, well, the day after, he's hanging around with a lion. Third day, he's hanging around with the Poot-Poot. Yeah, is there anyone he can't hang around with? Us. I'm trying to think where could he not
0: go? Like, first he he go meet Trump if you want to because, like, they yeah. do know Trump. I'm trying to think of, like,
1: who can he not meet? Do you know what? If Obama was still the president of America... Conor McGregor would have met him and gotten photo with him all yeah. like that would have been fucking crazy, but um obviously obviously because this is an MMA show and um do you think in any sort of way that Conor McGregor was in Russia scoping it out to be like will I fight here won't I fight here you know because if he actually does fight in Russia against Khabib you can guarantee your your life savings that but Putin's gonna be out of now Putin will be there yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised there.
0: Uh... Uh, really, all just comes down to the money, doesn't it? How much money is going to be thrown at him? But like, who knows? Like Putin might go, "Here, you come fight in Moscow, and I'll throw another hundred million under the table." You know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
0: I wonder. You like, you wouldn't put it past the Russians. But I think McGregor would want to see that hundred million in the bank account before he flies there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, like the, the Russians would be like, what are
1: you talking about? It's like, oh fuck. It was in was in Putin? He used to have like uh, some real high standard MMA fighters back to his uh, like house mansion before. And then, like, what made the fire No, 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 no. Just, they, it was just they were just guests. Yeah, but like, it was like Chuck I, Liddell or I remember, Martin went there as well before. I think there was a girl there and she like shat herself and went straight there and she was there with like shit in her pants. That's actually a, that's a true story. I forget which girl it is now, but it's actually a true story if you look it up. All right, we're gonna have to google that now because so you've never heard that before, but like, right, Joa, you know we should put this show on pause for a second. We're gonna Google this right now and then we'll be back to you in a couple of seconds. So, we
0: just looked up there, <laughs>
1: and Julie Kedzie
0: was on the Joe Rogan experience and said she was fighting some Russian girl over in St. Petersburg. She she went, she took the steel, she thought she took a fart and took a shit, then she won the fight, then she got put on the bus, and the next thing she knows, she was in the president's house, still wearing her fight shorts with, like, shite in the pants. Yeah. Ah, oh yeah, what's that? Shit in the pants.
1: Yeah. Pooed herself with Putin.
0: But, Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fun fact of the tin. That's enough of the shit jokes. Yeah. But uh, Yeah, so Conor McGregor's now best mate of Putin, obviously. Do you think he has a phone number? Or do you think they followed each other on Instagram or I don't know, there's definitely some sort of connection there, and I'd say
0: Artem's the lawyer with life, because he was there as well. Yeah. He was. And I'd say Khabib was absolutely snapping. Yeah. That's definitely Like put it this way, I don't think Leo Bracker would be hanging around with Khabib and Mike Madoff.
1: no
0: although like I feel like Conor McGregor is the most important person to meet in Ireland if
1: you're trying to meet someone famous yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah so do we think that there is possibly a Russia I know this is like non-stop but like Khabib Conor this is definitely no. Him. I think Khabib Conor if they
0: actually they should actually fight in a stadium show but they should actually do it in New York because think of all the Irish people in New York and all the Russian people in New York in what stadium though like Yankee Stadium yeah but that what about the what? Well, wherever the well the joints and the, what about the Jets play, they play in uh, New Jersey is that the same stadium though yeah
1: they no, share a
0: stadium they share a stadium yeah so why not there now yeah well they could be there as well yeah but like I feel like they should fight in the stadium yeah why not like but, like if they want to like set some like the tennis record for somewhere they can do it like they can fight in Dallas
1: Cowboys Stadium you know I mean yeah. yeah massive like yeah I know yeah it seemed weird to have it like in like Texas or yeah no but I feel like New York is good it's like New York or LA isn't it or sorry Vegas yeah but that stadium in Vegas wasn't the T-Mobile that was made for occasions like this you know what I mean
0: I know yeah but I don't like the way it only holds
1: like what is it 17,000 yeah I feel like I feel like they should have built a stadium that holds 40,000 people you know what I mean yeah, but not everyone can it's like, a, a Mayweather fight or a McGregor fight, you know what I mean? Or a CM Punk. Yeah, but, but if they're going to put the hockey team in there, like, you know what I mean? It should be bigger, no? Well, I feel it should oh, be anyway. the hockey team player, yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Do you say many people Yeah, like go, Kings. But they, many people go to that? I have no idea. I don't really, like, follow hockey, so. Yeah. I'm not too sure. That's weird to play hockey, like, ice hockey in Vegas where it's roasting, you know what I mean? such a opposite. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so obviously stay tuned to the Enjoys Podcast because once that Conor McGregor Khabib fight is signed, sealed, and delivered, we'll have it up straight away, and we'll have a podcast out the next day because that's what we do because we love you for tuning in. So uh, we should move on. Oh, do you have anything else to say about that? No, just like incredible scenes and like yeah. fr- fresh new fresh content from McGregor. What a man! Yeah, would have been funny if McGregor brought his belt and had Putin wearing it or something you know what I mean that or, been... or both belts yeah yeah this would have been like really really funny for something yeah. but uh, okay we're gonna go into another hot topic very hot um, Brendan Schab and Dana White had fallen out online uh, this was this was going back and forth back and forth then Brendan Schab came out and said that Eskimo friends should never go against each other now when that phrase Eskimo friends came out I was like what does that even mean so uh, obviously we googled it and it means that two people who've had sexual intercourse look at me getting really you swear I was a doctor fornications yeah two people fornications and coitus. yeah so two people it's basically Save Me and Ross Bo had sex with a girl we'd be there for Eskimo, Eskimo brothers Eskimo brothers or friends yeah Eskimo friends whatever yeah but uh, Ross do you want to explain exactly how this situation occurred and then we are going to discuss who do we think the fornicated culprit was <laughs> okay, so this yeah. all make sure st- make sure you explain this properly because so like uh, like some might might get confused. So this all started. Brendan
0: shop was on his podcast
1: below the belt.
0: He was discussing high level strikers coming over to mixed martial arts, and he was saying that the distance is different, uh, the glove size is different. You can call and like with different glove sizes. If you're wearing sixteen ounce gloves, which are massive gloves the blocking of certain techniques is different to when you're wearing 4 ants gloves, punches, can still get through the guard. First of all, that's, saying, that's fair to say though, isn't it? No, completely fair to say. Also, the distance is different because, you know, there's also grappling distance and non-grappling distance when you're in stand up So, obviously, you're fighting, you know, Muay Thai or you're fighting kickboxing, there's not as much of a grappling exchange and when you're fighting mixed martial arts, there's an attempt to at take down. Okay, so that's so, finna- so that's established. That's what the Red and Jabba was talking about. He was saying, that these high-level mar- strikers were coming over to mixed martial arts and they weren't being as victorious, they weren't being as good as one might have thought. He was more so referring to Gokhan Saki, who got knocked out by Khalil Roundtree. Yeah. He was not referring to Israel Adesanya, aka the Stylebender. But Stylebender did not take kindly to this and he put up an Instagram video of Brent Chap saying all that. Then, like... He actually did it quite well. He had a gif on it and then like he put his finger up to him and like shushed him yeah. and then pushed down the laptop.
1: Yeah, it was funny, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he was like Brendan Schaub you don't know what you're talking about. Then Dana White was like don't listen to that bum. He went 6-5 and five in the UFC. He wouldn't teach anything. The only thing he teaches you how to do was to get knocked out.
1: Now this is where it gets good.
0: Yeah, so then Brendan Schaub goes yeah, you're right. You shouldn't listen to me. You should listen to the fat th- uh, bald guy who's never been in a fight in his entire life then Dana White came back and was like you're a bum Joe Rogan's carrying your entire career you're not successful at all you just rode riding Joe Rogan's coattails then Brendan Shaw was like oh, do you really want to get into this after all you should stop folding or once you're done folding Ron Rousey's laundry uh, you can get back to me hashtag Eskimo Brothers yeah um, they went back and forth there's more of it online if you want to see it Go to Stallbender's Instagram post of him with Brendan Chabba. And then you can see the back and forth there. Or just Google Brendan Chab, Dana White. And I'm sure some website has all the Instagram posts and tweets that are put out about it.
1: Yeah, before we go on, I'm sure Brendan Shab is definitely going to bring it up in his next podcast. That's why yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, basically... Did I explain that all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely right, fine. That was, that was fine. That was fine. Well done. Because I was sort of like, jeez, we actually knew more than the average, but uh, yeah, so basically Dana White was like, Brendan Shabb, you only have a career because of Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan was like, Dana White, you only have a career because of the Fertitta brothers, and UFC wasn't your idea, but um, what did you make of the back and forth anyway, Roscoe? Um,
0: to be honest, Dana White sometimes puts his foot in it too much, and sometimes he like slates people where they don't need to be slated, and he also slates people that he probably needs to promote at times, like, at times when he slated Tyron Woodley in the past, saying, like, oh, why would you pay to see the next Tyron Woodley fight, when, like, in three months' time, he's going to have to promote a Tyrone Woodley fight, and then, like, he was slating Ngannou after the Derek Lewis fight, being like, oh, his ego's too big, yada, 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 but in two months' time, he's going to have to promote another Inganium fight, you know what I mean? I think he's very quick to slay people that he actually also has to get back on side. Um, Then Brendan Chap he has absolutely nothing to lose, like, uh, back and forth with Dana White is absolutely brilliant for him. Yeah. It's like absolute clickbait on his next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get all the views, all the likes. That back and forth between those two is going to be way better for Brent Chobb every single time. Dana White has like 10 times the of followers he has. Any, anything he says goes into mainstream media news. And, like, Brendan Chab is, like, dying to get more and more mainstream news and a back-and-forth war between the two of them. There's only going to be one winner, and that's Brendan Schab because he's got a lot more to gain. He's also sort of a bit wittier, and he can be that bit looser about what he says. He's not the CEO of some multinational company that's, like, going to be judged for what he says. And also, Brendan Schab sort of calls it how it is quite a lot. So, therefore, like, he's always going to win. Dana White can only be like, you weren't very good for Brendan Schaub never claimed to be a very, very good fighter, and then also he's gonna say, "Oh, you're only there because you're Joe Rogan's mate." But like Joe Rogan's not gonna like drop him because you tell him to, and then also Brendan Schaub knows Joe Rogan was helpful in his career, so like he's not he doesn't hide that fact.
1: It's never a good idea to go with a war of words against someone who has nothing to lose. Like yeah. Shab, Shab can only grow from this. Uh, also, Brendan Schaub, if if he ran into Dana, he'd kick Dana's ass. Yeah, like without a doubt. And also Dana Dana White isn't in charge of him, unlike other people. Yeah, like Conor McGregor being in charge of him is debatable, but Brennan Schaub is totally a separate entity to UFC. Like Dana White can't fire him, you know what I mean, or get him fired because he's too much of an audience with him. Yeah. So like, you see the thing is now now we get into the conversation like what, what's going to sort of happen from this and you know what I mean? Because Dana White was sort of like put in his place, and like Brennan Schaub was like I can go further with this. Do you want to bring it further? Mm. Um, as people may or may not know, Dana White's mum actually came out with a documentary book, or it was a book th- t- discussing mm. all the stuff that Dana White has done behind the scenes on basically saying that how he's, like, cheated on his wife and all the shit, like, into detail. Like, his own mum did this. Yeah, yeah, she was like, he's always getting all
0: the brothers out with Las Vegas, and he has all the strippers, and he's always sleeping with them, and, like, yeah, he's
1: never there for his wife and kids. And If Dana White listens to this show, we're definitely never getting hired. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, um... Uh I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like <laughs> I was just picturing I was just picturing us not getting hired by the see? I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah. Uh but We got hired by Bellator. We used to go back and delete this
0: podcast after the hired. Um Yeah, so then you have the person that they're supposed to be Eskimo bullet Brothers with yeah. that uh Brent Chavez referring to is Ron Rousey. It's well known fact that Brendan Chab was with Ronda Rousey at one stage. It was for a short period of time. He doesn't really discuss it anymore. He doesn't really like to discuss it. Travis Brown gets freaked when he discusses it. Travis Brown also knocked Brendan Chab out, so therefore like he got bashed by her fella. So like he can't really be like a bash or fellow though, you know what I mean?
1: Brendan Chab tends to go into detail about a lot of things, but that relationship is one thing. He just really, really stays away from mm.
0: yeah. He, Although the time he was his cousin, he was saying that, like, Ronda had so many yes people around her, that everyone just said yes to her, and then he challenged her and stuff, and, like, it just didn't go down well. Yeah, 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 um, you could see that. Yeah, definitely. And, look, he basically inferred that Dana White and her have had sex at some stage. Yeah.
1: Now, in fairness, when Ronda Rousey was the champ walking around the UFC, like, you could see Dana White looked at her in a different way than he looked at anyone else. Yeah. Like, like he had love in his eyes for her like obviously because yeah. she was making the money as well so you could understand that mm. but he was always sort of like I was sort of like D- would he does he fancy her like I mean, mm. I mean I'm mean, i sure he did a lot of people did so if he was like definitely not you'd be like is he
0: gay yeah but he was just like Rhonda's great Rhonda's this Rhonda's that I was a bit like he like
1: overly talked about her like quite a bit yeah he said she, he she beat up uh, Floyd Mayweather as well yeah. remember that went huge as well yeah that was pre-Conor McGregor
0: yeah, th- I one not say the people were talking about a the Floyd fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but could you picture Dano and Ronda? Well, like it, Dana White's weird because like sometimes he looks really good and he's really good shape. Yeah. I've like, seen him as top off and i like, well, can't believe he's shredded, but he was at one stage. Yeah. And then, other times like he's like quite overweight and like out of shape. And it's like I
1: don't know, but he's also like the most powerful man in the business. Like think yeah. of how like rich he's made Ronda Rousey. Do you know when Brendan Schaap was actually going out with Ronda Rousey as in when remember she was the Strikeforce champion uh, do you think I, I'm not too sure what the like day timeline is now yeah, that's but then, yeah but like probably is around that time okay here's just here's a debate so um, let us know what you think to this question do you do you think remember Dana White said there was never ever going to be a women fighter in the UFC do you think that maybe Ronda was like I'll give you a shag and then I can fight in the UFC <laughs> Oh jeez, like I don't even know what to say. That well, women that. have used. Their no, no, no.
0: But, but I'm not saying like that's
1: disgrace for You to say it. I'm just like. Well, I mean, when else would there be another option? When after she won the belt five or six times, she already has the power. Then yeah, she need like it like, has to be. At the, it has to be
0: somewhere towards the start. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah I wonder if Brent Shab now for a
1: fact that it happened. I wonder did it happen before Shabb was together. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you, you can't. Well, she would have told him definitely, yeah. but you can't. Whoever the girl is, sorry, I know we're just using Rhonda as a, for instance, but it was totally insinuated by, like, he, Shab. Brennan Shabb, yeah, and Brendan Shabb said he would say who the person was as well, so I feel like there's definitely someone they have in common, maybe it was Dana White's wife, before he <laughs> got with her, well, how long you Dana White, with his wife? Oh, I don't know, I think it's a very long time, yeah, 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 no, he's actually, yeah, because he's older kids, doesn't he, yeah, um, he's going maybe
0: to, it was Ariana Celeste,
1: phew, Jesus, maybe it was one of the ring girls, you know? Maybe a cyborg, maybe it was cyborg. Yeah, who's, who's
0: I don't know. There's, it's such a Whitechag, Brendan Schaub's misses. Yeah, it's such a locker room. Yeah, uh, secret that you're sort of like, Ugh. oh, oh yeah. But it's one of those things that like it's been said now. So like, the question is going to be. Ha- I I really hope he's on Joe Rogan, and then like, Joey Diaz there, and then like. He's pre or Eddie Bravo's there he's like pressed to
1: answer the question Yeah, yeah. I, he has to I, answer the question yeah but I have a feeling if he's going to admit it he's going to do it on his own show to get the most views I know yeah there's no bit of waste on the Energy show <sighs> and at the very end of the conversation Brendan uh, who are you Eskimo brothers with uh, Dana White and then you get up and like, knock us out but that's very interesting that's really like because uh, they're two different guys yeah completely separate yeah so uh, let us know what you think Brendan Schab got uh, who 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 won the beef? Who won the beef and who do you think mm. who do you think the girl was in question? Or we'll, a guy. Well we'll put up a poll. It was, Bri- it was Brian Callum. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put we'll put up a poll
0: on the Instagram the day the pog Ma podcast release and we'll say who's winning the War Awards between Dana White and Brent Chap. Grand Well
1: that was a funny story, I can't wait to hear yeah. more about that. Um I can't wait to see where it like develops onto next. I know. It can only go tits up yeah can't it? Uh, another thing uh, we said today was that Angie Joshua's taking on uh, Pavekin and that's going to be on in the 22nd of September in Wembley yeah uh, he's he signed up for his next two fights to be in Wembley you know what? yeah the one after that has to be either like if, if Fury ever like gets up to the speed with his fighting mm-hmm. even though that doesn't look that
0: likely although I wouldn't be surprised if Dylan White can beat Joshua Parker is that this weekend Joshua Parker no, is Dillian White versus Parker this weekend? No, next weekend. Next
1: weekend. If Dillian White wins, I wouldn't be surprised to see those two fight again. Yeah, but... Because uh, that's all Eddie Hearn's money. Well, the thing is, this, this is why I'm bringing up this fight. Everyone wanted to see Deontay Waller against yeah. uh, Auntie Joshua, and now we're not getting that fight. We're getting uh, Pavekin, who... I know you're a huge fan. You've had a poster of him for years, but... um, <laughs>
0: Like, you know I mean? See, like, see he, before you go and slay it too badly... This is actually a mandatory challenger, so he actually has to fight him next. The only way he can get away with not fighting him next is if he fought Wilder and asked for an exemption. He has to, you have to like defend that belt against X, Y, and Z. No, They've it, like earned the shot.
1: I get you, but the thing is, you know what I wanted, you know what you wanted, you know what Pavetkin wanted. Mm. The only way I would have been willing to be like accept Josh was not fighting Wilder is if he fought Fury and that's it. Okay. And yeah, like I the the, I... the only way I would have been happy. Yeah, but I'm sort of, like, anti-Joshua's last two fights haven't been that amazing. Uh, this I, one, it seems like it's probably going to be sort of the same. At least, you know, like, there's bad blood between Wilder and Joshua that you'd be, like, very interested in. It'd be actually amazing to see if Pavekin and Joshua are in the ring and then, like, outside the ring there's, like, Tyson Fury's there, even uh, Dylan White's there, or even, like, uh, uh uh, the bronze bomber um, Deontay Wilder's yeah. there like you get the stars in there and f- cause a bit of a stir you know is, is Wilder going to have to like choke this fight is he yeah is Wilder going to find uh, someone in between as well now is he I'm not sure but like obviously Anthony Joshua should win this fight or else they wouldn't have taken it but uh, he'll, he's going to call out uh, Deontay Wilder there in that that ring and that should be the next big yeah. deal you know well hopefully
0: that. what would you expect well like they're going to have fighting sooner rather than later, because I want to see them do it at least twice.
1: No, definitely, yeah, 100%. So, um, we'll keep it up today when that actually that fight is rolling well, around. I'm looking forward to like, Joshua
0: and Walter sitting across, you know, the, where they sit across the table from each other. With your man in the middle, doing the questions. Yeah, so, like, I'm dying for that. The gloves are off. Yeah, gloves are off, yeah. yeah. Your man has a seat like AC Slater. Yeah, they all do the AC Slater seat.
1: They do, yeah, they do, yeah. But, um, yeah, so then... Also over the weekend, Manny Pacquiao won uh, against Lucas Matthias in the seventh round with a KO. Uh, what's the story of Manny Pacquiao? Not many people talking about him anymore. It's very much um, going underneath the radar. But winning at a, what age? 40? Is he 40? Yeah, he's at least 40. Um, he,
0: apparently he's going to fight your man Jeremy next. You know that Australian school teacher who beat him last. Yeah, he uh, should definitely wants to rematch against yeah, him. Yeah, he should and, definitely have him, that. You know, so like, back. why not? In fairness, I'm sure he's making decent mm. wedge all the time Pacquiao so like, I wouldn't be too worried about him. But like, Oh, no, who's the reading from the fight? You know who I wouldn't mind seeing Pacquiao fight? What about Pacquiao versus Amir Khan? I'll go for that. Just yeah. for, like, just because, like, they're two names. Well, I'm sure Amir Khan would definitely be, like, yeah, grand. Yeah, and they used to spar together. They were both part of Freddie Roach's camp. So, like, they'd sparred against each other. So that would be interesting as well. No, that would be interesting, yeah anything else to say about the boxing anyway <clears throat> no I think that seems to be oh I think Tyson Fury's gonna fight again against a former Italian heavyweight champion like really he's gonna fight another 10 count, so he'll probably knock him out I don't know when it is but like no that he's fighting
1: up in Belfast oh is he yeah so well there you have it yeah that card's getting pretty stacked well with names uh, Paddy Byron's gonna be on it Carl Frampton's gonna be on it is Fury gonna headline or is Carl Frampton gonna I headline know, I think Frampton's headline All right, I'm enough. sure your brother's gonna go too isn't he yeah uh, anything else to say about boxing
0: I no. love it I love boxing wood Okay No I think that's
1: sort of it Like I'm, I'm such a, like A fair weather boxing fan As in like I'm only interested in the box When there's someone You know i interested in fighting Yeah but that's the same When we do like Even the MMA shows We talk about Conor McGregor Everyone's like Yeah listen to that But then we're like Um We're talking about Zach Ottawa It's like who Yeah exactly It's like mm-hmm. exactly The fellow who like <clears throat> Super sage Knocked the head off Yeah Um I think we should move on to the MMA action from last week and then finish off with the MMA action this week. Yeah, So uh, sounds, sounds like a plan. Yeah, so this week, jam, we? jam-packed in between all the World Cup action, there was you uh, sorry Bellator 202 on, in Oklahoma City. Uh, we're just going to name out a couple of names because there was a couple of wins. We, we actually did a poll on who you think was going to win the featherweight title. Julia Burwood versus Tatalia uh, Noguera. And uh, barely anyone voted on her Because nobody knew Who these were So that's uh, Not a great sign For Bellator But um, a couple of wins I just want to mention here Wood um, obviously got the one
0: Win anyway Retained yeah, her title
1: Julia Budd retained her featherweight title By TKO And also Michael McDonald Who you said to Listen out for Or watch out for uh, Defeated Eduardo Dantas Former Bellator
0: bantamweight champion and he knocked him out in a minute he also knocked him out and broke his leg like couldn't be a worse. night for Eduardo Dantes
1: mm-hmm. yeah don't sign me up to that uh, is there anyone else that you said had a good finish
0: uh, Chris caught won by like a very lopsided unanimous decision uh, he's looking very good in the middleweight tournament and as far as I'm aware he said he's actually going to put himself in as an option for a welterweight tournament spot ok
1: then on Saturday it was a night for Bellator and the UFC. So uh we'll say Bellator two oh three was on in Rome. Uh first things first there is an Irish guy who follows our page and we actually gave him a shout out. His name is Will Fleury. Uh he actually lost in the first round by KO um hard luck, Will. Yeah like uh, that's disappointing. But um
0: who else uh, Andre Koreshkov uh, who's also probably going to be in the welterweight tournament had an absolute vicious ban- uh, spinning back kick uh, KO um, Alessio Sakara who's like I can't believe he's going I think he fought back in, as far as like UFC 67 yeah. uh, that's a veteran won- name yeah he won uh, first via first round knockout as well Yeah, uh, and then in
1: the main event bull
0: Pitbull-free uh, uh, defending his Bellator featherweight title. He won a split decision against Germany's Daniel Weichel. Did you see uh, Did you see the arena they used for that uh, Bellator in Italy? Yeah, the, the Colosseum. Yeah, it looked unreal. Yeah, apparently they like want to do another massive show in the Colosseum. They want to bring it to like the original Colosseum and
1: fight there, which would be incredible. Don't be I think if it. they do that and go with a good <laughs> card, like, we'd consider going. Yeah, definitely. Also, I've never been to Italy. Although, like, I'd like to actually go to... Imagine that was the same weekend where, like, Juventus were playing Roma. Yeah. And, like, you could go to both and see Ronaldo there yeah. as well. oh, I
0: actually didn't even think of, like, seeing Ronaldo. I yeah. was like, I'd like to just go see a Roma game, but yeah. yeah. Or yeah.
1: even, like, if you went to a Milan game and yeah. Ronaldo's playing there. Because I've no, I've no, like... I can't... It's not as if I'm buzzing to go to Turin. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I, I'm not, like wasn't to see Roma versus San Pandoria. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I'm more
0: just go Duke for the sake of it, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. It's sort of like two birds, one stone. Like, yeah. same thing with the Rugby World Cup on in Japan next year. I'm like, I'd go to Japan, but the thing is, I'd definitely go if Aaron were playing as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just two birds, one stone. I'm all about that shit. But, uh, yeah, then on Saturday night, UFC was in Boise in Idaho. Uh, the headline of the card was... Does that also sound like it was like
0: the most random place in America?
1: Yeah, yeah, um yeah, so uh, headline the card was in the heavyweight division Junior Santos was taking on Blagoy Ivanov. But uh also on the card they had Sage Norcood, Chad Mendes, uh Katzingano. So uh Ross, what are we start this card. Uh we'll have a look
0: at the start of the main card, Kat getting back in the winning column first time in four years. Look, Katzingano She really needed this. She really deserved it. And she put on a great performance. It was vintage Katsangano, Lots of takedowns in there. Uh, Reid dominated Marion Renault on the ground. Uh, In the last four years, she hasn't had a win. Her husband's committed suicide. Um, She really, really needed this. She's also... Her last win part of this was a win over Amanda Nunez. So, great to see Kat win. I think she was also the first ever mum to win in the Octagon. Fair play to Kat.
1: Yeah. Um, the, Talk about people who haven't won in a while. Yeah, uh, Chad Mendes defeated Miles Jury. Uh, I was actually following Chad Mendes' sort of training in the lead-up, the build-up to this fight on YouTube. Uh, Were you impressed with him? It, it was just, it's just cool to see what they're sort of eating, what way they're training. Obviously, he trains a team alpha male, so there's like Cody Garbrandt, there's uh, the damage, the Uriah Faber, do you know what I mean? So it's, you get to see the, uh, Touchy feely. You get to see uh, noble yeah, faces, yeah, familiar faces. Yeah, and you get to see how they're getting on. So yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, seems like he seems like a nice guy. He just Irish people turned against him, obviously because he was fighting McGregor. But uh, serious knockout. Yeah, he's thirty three now, so it's sort of strange um, where he can really go from this, you know. Mm. So uh, maybe having that time off from getting caught out. he he has a bad eczema, so he was using a cream for it, and then that worked as a steroid, and then all that sort of problems, you know. But uh, yeah he defeated Miles Dury uh, Another person on the card S- Ross's best mate He has R- Ross still has his glove Super Sage Norco Defeated Zach Otto uh, By KO um, This is a good win for Sage Sage's Sa- Sage up massive Yeah We forgot to say Who we want to see people Fight
0: next as well I like doing that I like to see Katzengano She should probably fight Like Holly Holm next In the title eliminator Yeah And then um, Chad Mendez. He's right up the top Of the featherweight division Again with that win um, I wouldn't mind seeing him fighting maybe like Ricardo Lamas or maybe even the winner of Cub Swanson versus Hanata Moicano if Mendez took on Cub Swanson that would be good yeah they'd, they'd go all out yeah and then I want to see Sage Norco the nice guy in the UFC fight the meanest guy
1: in the UFC Mike Perry yeah I would just think the build up for that would be funny no or even say uh, the build up for Sage versus Colby Covington would be very funny yeah, well, I wouldn't fancy Sage's chances on that. Uh, no, I wouldn't at all, but it
0: was just for yeah, the but he so nice on the mic as well after he won. I was just like, say something else. Oh, yeah, Chad Mendes called it Brock Lesnar after he won. It was actually quite funny, ah. but, like, obviously it's a
1: joke. Yeah, then in the heavyweight division, Junior Santos defeated even Ivanov by unanimous decision. Um, it's always really disappointing when a heavyweight fight goes the full distance, isn't it? Yeah, it was just, I watched the same rounds over and over and over again. Do you understand
0: that sort of backed him up against the cage? Landed, like, I'd say about 10 to 12 punches around. Eganov went for, like, a big punch. He landed one or two heavy ones. And that was about it. There was no major sort of, oh, moment at, a tra- uh, at all tried to put, uh, fight. But I just want to also give a special shout-out to Nico Price, who has one of the most obscure knockouts I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, Randy Brown had him on the ground and from the bottom he hammer fist knocked him out it was bizarre wasn't it yeah that doesn't happen every very doesn't it no and like Randy Brown's like looks quite good he's a day in looking for the fight champion Mickey
1: Gall for the title um, what do you make of Junior Dos Santo's performance I mean obviously he's been through um, a few wars do you see, see him going for a run again because would you like to see him against Nganu, maybe I think him versus Nganou is the fight people are sort of talking about but the
0: way Nganu knocked out over him I could see him doing the same as JDS uh, so I'm not too sure if JDS is the best fight for him I think JDS maybe against a Volkov
1: or JDS against Derek So I wouldn't be against either yeah well um, this week uh, what did you make of the Boise card anyway in my opinion it yeah. seemed like that they were like right we have Sage back we have Mendes back we have Dos Santos back let's get these uh, Zingano back let's get these a win and move them on give Boise a decent show yeah. I think everyone who UFC wanted to win one. Yeah, that's always good for them, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, then, this weekend, on Sunday, it's UFC Hamburg. Guten Tag, yeah uh, the hamburgers were invented. The home of the hamburgers. Um, there's a couple of fights in the card. Looking at it right now, it's not overly stacked. They never really stack a European card, especially no. a non-English-speaking country. But uh, Emil Meeks on the card, that's one to look out for. He lost to your mate... Car- Kamara Usman. Kamara Usman. Both coming in like very hot before that yeah, fight. Yeah, he's fighting some...
0: Fabianski fella who I've never heard of. Yeah. but
1: well, like there's Emil Meek. I mean that's yeah.
0: that's a good name to have on the card. Um Then you sort of have Marcin Tabora versus Stefan Struve. I think that's one of the like main fights on the card. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go for Struve, even though he lost his last fight by unanimous decision to Arlovsky. I was just like anytime you see him in the in the octagon, it's respectful. like he's like by far the tallest person <laughs> in the in the cage and like that's what to see, and I think did Trevor lose last fight to Derek Lewis so that's who we lost last fight to I feel like it was. I think so no? maybe yeah. yeah um, so. also Marty Acasty's fight on the card and, yeah. like, he's always like entertaining he's good for like spinning
1: stuff but I think he's all like all style and no substance all that's what I call him all style no bender yeah uh, then in the lightweight division light heavyweight division sorry excuse me Glover to is taking on Corey Anderson uh, I can't see the lightweight light heavyweight division getting any stronger if either one of these win
0: no, I think Glover Chair is going to get
1: the job done. Um,
0: well, on he, the he, he 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 beat Misha Sirklab by knockout in his last fight. <laughs> I, f- I feel like he's going to knock out Corey Anderson. I feel like he's got good hands. Like his boxing is quite like, it is actually very good. If you take out like Gustafson in DC, like his boxing is very good in, in relation to everyone else. So I think he's going to get the job done. Glover, on the feet.
1: Glover seems a bit like hunched over or something. Real like, yeah.
0: Well, he looks like a bit of an ogre or something. He looks
1: like, yeah. He's he's about ten years
0: older than he is.
1: But uh, Moving on to the, the main event of the evening. Uh, if you enjoyed that Bruce Buffer impersonation, make sure to give us a shout out or a like or whatever. Uh, so in the main event of the evening, in the light heavyweight division, Mauricio Shogun Hua is taking on Anthony Smith. Uh, Ross, what you make of this? Shogun is on a on a long so win streak. So
0: this card is actually completely different to what was originally. It was originally going to be. Mauricio Shogun who for versus Volcan Ozemir. I was originally going to be Glover Decher versus Lear Latifi. And now Auntie Smith's in fresh off a win over Shad Evans, knocked him out with knee. knee. Yeah. Shogun's on a three five win streak, he's beaten uh Nog. The, who, the who's who of He's beaten of, Corey Anderson. And I can't think of who the third body is, but like I think he did well for name two of them. Because that streak dates between, he has one fight in 2015, one fight in 2016, and this is a 2018 fight. Uh, If Shogun wins, he
1: could actually get a title fight against Daniel Cormier. He's not actually against it. This is exactly what I want, I've I've, I've totally forgot this, but because you said that shit, I remember this. Daniel Cormier was on Ariel's show the day after he won the belt. He was after coming out of the hospital to get his hand checked, right? And he said that he, he would be willing to fight Shogun for the light heavyweight title if Shogun wins impressively in this fight. I feel like that was a real, I could easily beat Shogun, yeah. I'll fight him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but if, the, if you think about it, if he says that, therefore he'll be able to go into, if he fights Brock Lesnar, he'll go in, he'll be the champ-champ. The yeah, yeah, he'll also be the first
0: ever champ-champ to defend both, bait, well, or yeah. both belts in both weight classes. Because
1: yeah. if he says he's never going to lie heavyweight again, that means like he, he'll have to give up the belt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's just an option of Shogun, like that must... Shogun be like, right, win this impressively, and then he it could be his last fight against Daniel Cormier as well for a title. The only
0: thing is because Shogun hasn't fought that actively, I don't know what he's actually like right now or something, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. And then Anthony Smith just knocked out Rashad Evans But so like Smith looks like he's got very good knockout power, but I'm just like he knocked out Rashad Evans, he was like past his fight four, past fighting four years ago. Yeah. So therefore I'm just like Was that an impressive win as it actually was? If I have to pick, I'm just gonna pick Showgun Hill just for like nostalgia purposes, and like that's why I want to win the vote. Is this 2005? No, 2007.
1: Oh, oh. Is it, would it be more 2007? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but like Show won. <laughs> what a career
0: as well. He's just like a very
1: impressive person. Drag All, it out. All time dad bod as well. Like yeah. never an ab in sight. Yeah. He was the champion when John Jones became the original light heavyweight yeah.
0: champion as well. He was. Yeah. He was, uh he beat Leora Machida for the belt. Yeah. And then John Jones. Came.
1: How long ago was that? And he could come back and, like, he's won fight off a title fight as well, you know?
0: I think that was about seven years ago. Was it? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so.
1: Who knows? Michael Bisping won a belt
0: late on his career. Shogun could do the same. Yeah. With one eye. So. so very busy. But, uh. I feel like that sort of wraps up the show. Like I don't think there's like a hell of a lot
1: left to yeah. discuss, is there? Yeah, because only next week. Next week there's only uh, UFC in Hamburg, and that's on like around, more around our time.
0: Yeah, but on next week's show there's a really big event over in Calgary, Alberta. You have Jose Aldo fighting Jeremy Stevens, You have uh, re- return of Joanna and She's fighting Tatiana Suarez as far as I'm aware, and you also have what could potentially find the next lightweight uh, contender. Dustin Poirier versus Eddie Alvarez in a massive rematch. So that's on the following week in Calgary Alberta Canada on the twenty eighth of July. Yeah. Uh,
1: so Yeah, actually also we'll be doing a show on as well. Conor McGregor's next quarter is on the twenty sixth of July as well. So and yeah, lot, UC coming up. Yeah, UC Alberta it will be on that Saturday. And also Katie Taylor's back that day as well. That's so that's cool. Yeah, so like Oh yeah, Katie Taylor's fighting on that Parker card, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So okay. next week's show will be
1: lit. Yeah and we also will keep you up to date with all the if we find out or if you find out who Dana and Brendan Shabb had in common let us know guys thanks for listening now give us a thumbs up give us a heart give us a shout outs, and as always
0: <claps> stay energised <laughs>